All right. So today we're going to talk about the basically we're going to talk about movie placements, product placements. We're going to talk about how the Avengers Endgame and Fortnite and also even Audi were very, very, um, let's just say very, very successful in terms of how they went about with the launch. Right. So keep in mind something. And those of you that are coming in live right now, because we're also going live um, on on YouTube and other channels. But uh, those of you that have seen Avengers Endgame, raise your hand right now. They did 1.5, over $1.5 billion, the biggest box office launch uh, opening weekend. Um, so obviously they did something right, right? The buildup and everything for the movie. And um, if you have seen the movie, even before seeing the movie, for those of you that play the game Fortnite, Fortnite itself, at Epic Games, they do a lot in terms of revenue, right? I think it's a couple hundred million dollars a month. Um, so first-person shooter game. And so... Fortnite, what they did was they launched a commercial. They did they did a bunch of YouTube commercials, um, and I think they they did some TV commercials too, where you see Thanos running with his um kind of with his minions running against to, to, to fight like a an enemy, right? Um, so don't worry, Techwex, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Um, Gil, thank you so much for um saying that um the, the, for the compliment. So you see Th Thanos, who is basically the antagonist, the main antagonist of the movie. He's running on a battlefield with his minions, and then who did he end up fighting? It's like, oh, is it going to be the Avengers? Well, kind of, but not really. It's more so the Fortnite characters. You have this uh, fish character that's holding uh, Thor's axe, and then you also have a girl who's not who's not any of the girl characters, but she's holding Iron Man's blasters. Um, and then you have um, you have like a really you know strong character. You you don't you don't have the typical Fortnite characters, but they're um, or like the, the the Marvel characters, but it's kind of a combination of both worlds, right? So they're holding weapons from the Marvel universe, but they're Fortnite characters, right? So it's a combination. And Thanos then looks at them, and he has like a confused look on his face, like what am I supposed to expect? And then you can see there's kind of a look of worry on his face, right? And then the cool thing is in Fortnite, first person shooter game, they basically made a instance where you can fight Thanos, where all of the characters can kind of band up together and fight Thanos, right? Um, so they kind of made something that would uh, like a fun kind of activity or fun kind of game, uh, like a mini game that you can play with other people um, in kind of honoring the, the movie that's coming out, right? And they're still doing it right now, I believe. And so it's a little different, but it gets you in the mood of, um, of basically, you know, thinking about the movie. And also vice versa, like the people that don't play Fortnite but watch Avengers, it's a way of getting them uh, kind of cross-promoting and cross-pollinating, right? So, you know, the, the easiest word for this is marketing. And you can sure you can call it product placement. You can call it native advertising. But imagine this: Fortnite has a really large audience. We're talking millions and millions of players around the world. It is one of the top games right now, if not the top game. Um, and there's 2.6 billion gamers in the world. And then you have you have the Avengers, who again did 1.5 billion. And I was looking at some of their other movies, Avengers did over a billion black panther did over a billion too and they've been they've done 20 movies up to now in the last decade or so so the audience is already built so they're cross-pollinating the audiences and they're, they're also not just saying let's do a commercial let's do the commercial but it's also let's let's do an in-game thing right and if you actually end up watching the movie hey who knows you might see you might see something around audi you might see something around fortnite audi um kind of going into that those cars ever since the first iron man he was driving an r8 right i think he was driving an r8 which is an audi um car really nice car and i i think what audi did was they signed a contract sports car maker they signed a contract for 10 years and then what happened well 
they didn't know Marvel's going to get that big because Iron Man, that the first movie that Marvel did, that was Marvel betting everything on the house and saying, okay, if this doesn't work, like we're done, right? Um, but fortunately, Iron Man worked out and, and Marvel became what it is today, Marvel Studios. And so Audi didn't know where it was going to go, but they signed a 10-year deal. And now the audience is so big, they put their they they put um they, I think they put two versions two models of their new cars inside of the new movie um and I'm not really spoiling much it's it's not like I'm I'm touching the plot line or anything but there's the electric car which is a new version and they have like a regular kind of sedan model that that's uh that I think is gas powered um so yeah those just just look at those uh, you you can you can think think of these as product placements right but I'm gonna get some examples uh, another example for you as well that I kind of wrote down here. If you, uh, those of you that are old enough, maybe I'm dating myself here, but I was, I was six years old here. Um, but Wayne's World. In Wayne's World, this is 1992. Um, Wayne's World, what did they talk about? Well, let's see. Uh, Pizza Hut was in there. Doritos was in there. What else was in there? Um, Reebok was in there. And then Pepsi. I think I said, I don't I think I said Pepsi, but those, all those different product placements were in there. And you even go back maybe even in the 80s or so, Superman, um, they had Marlboro, uh, the, the cigarette line, and then also I think they had Coca-Cola in there as well. But uh, there's a lot of different ways to do this, right? And, and if you think about it, it's like, okay, how do I apply this to my business? So if you're a consumer, um, you know, obviously there's these influencers that have your audience, right? Now, uh, if you're B2B, maybe you go to a, a kind of a B2B influencer or maybe you go to G2 Crowd and partner up with them um, or you, you do something where you can kind of do like a, a joint venture where if you have an audience and they have an audience, you can kind of partner up or um, you can pay them maybe, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars for a native advertising post, meaning they might write a blog post that adds a lot of value to the audience, but really it's geared towards you at the end of the day, but it does add value, right? Versus saying, Let, let's just run like a standard ad, right? So that's known as native advertising. Um, but at the end of the day, when you're doing this, what you're trying to do is you're trying to build awareness. You're partnering up, you're building awareness, and, and that's what you're doing. So um, I thought this was really, really timely, and I thought about it more and more. I'm just like, you know, the way Audi positioned themselves was just kind of a, you know, the car's that the Avengers drive. And that's really powerful because everyone wants to identify with the Avengers, right? And imagine $1.5 billion um, opening weekend, how many eyeballs actually saw you know these these two cars, these two models, right? And then also how many eyeballs saw Fortnite, the commercial, they, maybe they saw Fortnite in, in the movie itself. Um, but you think about it, it's cross-pollination. And you also the, the, the thing I'm thinking about here is when you're gonna do a deal with somebody, maybe not, sometimes it's not apples to apples. So if you're gonna do a deal with, um, let's say I want to deal, well, I'll give you an example. A story here is better. So back in the day, um, when Quiznos was kicking Subway's butt, um, Quiznos had these, um, really nice toaster ovens. Cause if you go to Quiznos, these are sandwiches by the way. So when you get like a sandwich, man, I remember I, I get like this chicken sandwich and then you'd, you'd see like, you put it in, they put it in there and then cheese would come out all melted afterwards. It looked really professional. It smelled good. The bread would be toasted a little bit. Um, so that was kind of Quizno's differentiating factor, right? And, you know, there was a toaster oven company. They're like, yeah, you know, we really need to sell these toasters. And I, I think that the bill would have been like $40 million or $80 million. And um, I, I think it was like super expensive permission, like $40,000 or something like that. And um, so when they went to Subway, Subway's like, yeah, we don't need these toaster ovens. Like, that's not our thing. Um, but... You know, they're like, yeah, we're like we're not going to finance it, right? And but so what happened was this toaster oven company they went to Coca Cola because at the time, um, Subway was using Pepsi as kind of one of its main sodas. I actually remember this, and the toaster oven company realized that Coke is interested in kicking Pepsi's butt. So what they did was they told Pepsi, or they told I'm sorry, they told Subway, hey, you know what? Um, 
uh, we will finance us Coca-Cola. We will finance all the toaster ovens, right? And then you guys will take Pepsi out of your locations, right? And then the toaster oven company doesn't pay a dime. They actually get to get in there. Like they basically uh, brokered the deal, right? So you brokered a deal and, you know, you get the revenue and somebody else, um, somebody else pays for the revenue instead of the, 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 the person that you wanted, which is all you cared for in the beginning was revenue. All Coca-Cola cared about was kicking Pepsi's butt. Subway, now they get to have uh, more improved kind of um, improved products uh, for their customers on the sandwiches side and arguably uh, on the cola side. So, you know, my question to you would be, uh, those of you listening right now or those of you watching would be, you know, what are some creative ways for you to do product placements or native advertising or just collaborating with other people? Like, what do you think you could do um, to help grow whatever business that you're running right now, whatever business that you're starting? Because there's so many different ways to skin a cat. It doesn't have to be... Um, it doesn't have to be sorry. I'm totally okay with the microphone covering me. Um, so sorry, I was just looking at um, my my team being awesome. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think that's what it is, right? So I want to make sure the audio is good, obviously. So the other thing I'll say uh, before we go, I'm gonna actually read some of the questions here. So those of you that aren't subscribed on the YouTube channel, come and subscribe because we do these lives every now and then. Um, so let me pull this up. Give me a second. Um, let's see. By the way, guys, do you really care if the mic's in my face or not? Like, is that a big deal? Um, so the other thing is, let's see. Uh, Raj says, hello, hello. Uh, tech, TechWex, I've actually only done seen Game of Thrones once. Um, other than that, guys, I mean, I wanted to keep this one short. Um, sir, besides the movie, tell us how you earn. Here's how I earn, TechWex. So there are services. Uh, there are products. Uh, affiliate income as well. And also there's like a lot of affiliate income, which is people um, paying me if I'm like promoting their product or maybe I'm a partner in their business. So I'm, you know, I, I own like equity in different other businesses or um, like, let's say there's a Skillshare course I did six years ago that still pays me like $300 a month, which is great. So there's a lot of kind of um, residual income coming from all these different places. Um, that's kind of how I earn. Um, so yeah, look, Complain Biz, thank you. Thank you for that. And yeah, Complain Biz, it was the Audi um, e-tron. Complain Biz says he doesn't care if my face is in the in the way or not, um, or my, my the microphone's in, in the way or not. It's more about the audio experience. It's more about you guys. It's not about me. So um, anyway, the final thing I will add is if you guys are if you guys aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, go to the YouTube channel. If you guys aren't subscribed to the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps a lot. And for those of you looking to acquire more clients or build an agency, just go to singlegrain.com slash live to check it out. And uh, with that being said, we will see you. We'll see you tomorrow. Today is a short live. See you tomorrow. Have a good day.